Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to She Boss Talk. I am Shante Arati, and, and we are welcoming you in here for another show. Uh, we have a special guest. We always love to bring uh, other She Bosses on the show who are doing amazing things, making an impact in the world. I know we're a little bit late. Uh, coming on, we know there's, there was technical difficulties, y'all, um, but we are going to have a great uh, show for you. So we just want to welcome you in. You know, let us know who you are, where you're from. We definitely want to give you a shout out. Just thank you so much for all of you all that are tuning in from Facebook, those that are tuning in uh, from YouTube. And we also have our podcast listeners uh, who are listening to us uh, today. So we want you to be empowered and uh, inspired. So we are we here with uh, another amazing guest uh, uh, we're, we have for you today, and we're going to be talking about faith, faithing, right? Faith and turning faith into entrepreneurship action uh, and what that means. So what, if, if you're a nonprofit, if you're an entrepreneur, you're thinking about getting going into business, uh, whatever stage you are, this is uh, going to be a show that I hope uh, really empowers you to take action in your business. So we have Miss Moore here. Miss Moore, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Thank you for the invite, Shante. And before we begin, I would like to say, people, she is the real deal. I have bought her sheet, sheet, uh, because of the information, I was able to get my PPP. Yes. I got my PPP and I got the masterclass bundle uh, minority certification. And as of today, I am certified on the city level, state, county, and working on my federal, Shante. Oh, wow. All right. So I, thank you. I want to thank you for your labor of love because it's not just a job. It's like a mission, a calling, yes. Yes. Uh, how you have... Uh, Bless us, and I'm I'm just so grateful, and I'm grateful for the title of the show, which you selected, which yes. is very appropriate. And um, okay, you said introduce yes, myself. I'm yes. Dr. Eurydice Moore, and I tell you, it has been a faith journey. I want to encourage women: just do it, just leap out there and do it. Uh, I had started my first business in 2004, and what happened was uh, one at the crack of dawn, twilight, God woke me up and said, start a business. And at that time, I was a Chicago public school teacher in ministry. I was doing ministry. I'm an ordained minister. And the next day, I lost my job. Okay, the income was gone. And I went back to the Lord and I was like, well, Lord, I don't have a job. He said, well, I told you to start a business. Then I said, okay, uh, what am I going to use? What I'm going to use? I said, well, do I, um, where should I open up this business? Downtown, around town, west side, north side, south side, where it is business. And, and you know, I need computers. I need, I just went down a list, ran down a list to the Lord of what I needed to do what he told me to do, which was start yeah. a business. And so then he spoke back, use what you got. And at the time for that first business, I was in an apartment because some people are like, oh, I got to have an office. You can start in an apartment. I was in an apartment and I had a kitchen table 
a chair and a cell phone, a legal pad and a pen. There was no computer. And then I was like, Lord, this is all I got. He said, use what you have. And as you obey me, and as you use what you have, I will smear you with my anointing. And as you walk forth in me, everything and everybody will come to you. You will be a magnetic force that you will draw what you need. As you walk, as you go, you will have what you need. And so on that note, Oh, glory be to God. Like we have in church right now, Shantae. I know this would be a business, but, you know, I don't know about nobody else, but I can't do nothing without him. I have to have a go-ahead. Do you hear me? Yeah. And so, and I, and I went and I had the cell phone that would have static, and it was uh, prepaid. I had to buy minutes and all that, and I was the one that did, before that commercial came out, would have to stand in the window to talk to my client and I would ask them, can you hear me now? Now I was doing that before they show that commercial. So I would have to go to the library. Okay, many people say, well, I don't have this. I don't have that. Look for the resources, go with the resource. So I had to humble myself and go to the library and have my little two hours at the library to work on client work, okay? Yeah. And then God began to bring people into my life. I, I, it wasn't even a month. I met a lady that had a nonprofit that had got a whole new computer system. She said, hey, do you need a computer? I'm like, yeah, like yesterday. She gave me her new computer system. She said it's still in good shape. And then a law office. I'm telling you, I, I was going forward, just walking, walking yeah. in faith. A law office contacted me and said, you know what? The economy is bad and we got to downside and we got all this uh, furniture, law furniture, desk, chairs, file cabinet, oak, mahogany oak. OK, it's only three years old, three, four years old. It's still in good condition. Went yeah. down there with a U-Haul. That stuff was, I mean, it looked like it was spanking brand new. Put it in there and took it into my apartment. <laughs> Deal in the apartment. And uh, took it in there and was able, I mean, as, as you go and as you grow and as you obey, I tell you, I can tell you he's faithful. He yeah. is. He's been faithful. Yeah. I have, he just leading directly to the resources. You know, so <laughs> well, let, let's back up a little bit because that's a lot, right? That's that's a powerful testimony, and I know many can relate. I mean, especially right now during COVID, with the people being impacted in their jobs, forced off their jobs, forced to go home, trying to take care of kids, trying to you know have flexibility. You know, so there's so much going on, and people want to know how do I. How do I do what I love? How do I do what I'm passionate about? I want to fulfill my dreams. I want to start a business. And they don't know how to do it. They don't think that it's, it's possible. This is, this is here to show you that it is possible. And I like what you said about how, I know a lot of times we think things are happening to us and we think that they're bad, but they're only a setup for a bigger plan to help get you to your destiny. 
Because sometimes, and I remember, like you talk, I, I would have, when I was in corporate America, I would stay in there knowing that I was meant for bigger and better. And I decided to take that faith, faith lead, but it was always God that would have to move me out. He would always set it up to move me out of the situation and into a better, a better a position for where he was calling me to be. So I'm glad that you said that and you're sharing that experience because I know there's, uh, I know we have entrepreneurs and business owners watching right now that God is speaking to them right now, letting them know, you know, that what don't look at, look at what happened to you as a bad thing. Turn that, that thing is supposed to be an opportunity for you to use your gifts and your talents for what you're really called to be and what you're really called to do and who you are called to. Right. And so yeah. I love that you said that. And not only that, I'm, I want you to go back to that point because I, I you know, I want to ask you, was it easy or hard? Because sometimes when, when God calls you, it's easy. You're like, okay, but not for everybody. It's, it's sometimes people struggle and they try to push back. Like, is this really it? And I see that you, you are going with it and he will, he will set everything in place. If, as long as you keep your eye on him, keep your focus and he will lead you in the right direction. So was when that happened to you, when you lost your job, okay, go back to that. What was your feeling at first? Were you like disappointed at first? Was it a, was it a process you went through before you got to that? Oh, aha. Okay. Let me go through that. I, this is what you told me to do and let me move forward with that. So take us back to that process uh, for the people. Okay. I was shocked. I was shocked because I have always worked. I had gotten my first job when I was 14 years of age and I have worked many, many years. And then I got born again. God say, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And then now no job. It was scary. I was shocked. I couldn't believe it. Already, uh, even though I, I got the email, I got the download from the Lord that this that this was going to happen. I couldn't believe that this was happening because mm -hmm. I had, I was used to making my own way. I was used to making my own way. And now the word is coming alive. This is faith for real. This is for real. Mm -hmm. Okay. I got to believe God, you know, uh, this is for real bills. I do rent is due is coming up. Now I'm I'm like okay, it's either do or die, believe or not. It was a defining moment. It was a defining moment. What was I going to do? Yeah, because it's like you don't have you you. It's like you lost you know your security blanket. And I know a lot of people for them their jobs is their security blanket, right? That's what we think. Or that's what they tell us, right? So mm -hmm. it's definitely scary to be pushed out there. And I, I, you know, everybody's faith leap is different. I know mine was different. I didn't. I, I had always lived my life at pl planning, right? And at what if? I'm always looking at what if scenarios. But even at the time, I had. I know I had asked, okay, I, I, I need to do something. And he was like, it's time to move on. It's time. To, I didn't have a plan. So a lot of times people, they think you have to have a plan. They think everything has to be perfect, but all you need to, is to do is to start right where you are. And what you, what did you say? Use what you have. So Use you, what, you have. what do you have? You have a lot. 
But oftentimes society and bosses, they tell you, you don't, they tell you, you can't get another job. This is it for you. You can't make any more money. You can't go on your own. You, you have people and friends and family telling you, you crazy. What are you thinking? You can go out here and start a business. Do you know how hard it is? You know, so, but you have to believe in yourself and mm -hmm. know and be confident in the gifts that God gave you so that you can operate in those gifts and don't let anybody tell you what you can and can't do. You can do anything that you put your mind to. All things are possible. So, you know, I think that that's important for people to for people to know out there, even in entrepreneurship, we doubt ourselves. Oh, Chante, can I say something yes. on that note? Uh, people, and I have come in contact with a whole lot of people, the majority of them, they're waiting for the perfect moment to start the business. This is not the time. This is not the moment. They want everything to be perfect. And it's not. We're in an imperfect world. It's not ever going to be perfect. The nope. perfect time is now. Mm -hmm. The time is now. And we can see, like, even in this scenario, I, I know I talk a lot of the time, you know, I hope so many people with COVID, you mentioned the relief that, that you got, but people are, are talking about how hard it is because people aren't going back to their jobs. People have exited. They were exiting before they were exiting corporate America to go live out their dreams because it's, it's possible, right? And we know right now it's not a perfect time. We're in a, we're in a pandemic, and, but in a, even in a pandemic, we can make an opportunity and we see people that are going and creating their own businesses in all types of industries. So if it's possible for us to be able to do it, it's definitely possible for you all to be doing it. You don't have to be uh, continue to be stuck in, in something that you don't love and you don't enjoy that doesn't make you come alive. You know, when you get up in the morning, that's what you want to that's what you want to be doing. So let's go back. Okay, so you we talked about so we already know you you were scared when this happened. So it's not so we what do we say? Do it scared. I say that all the time. You know, I, I'm scared a lot. I, I get nervous a lot, but I I move. I keep moving forward, right? Mm -hmm. You keep moving forward. So tell us about some of the things that you did. Um, I know you took us through the the some of the steps and what you were following and what God gave you because you didn't have everything. You you he you didn't have a laptop. You didn't have a computer. You didn't have a desk. You didn't have an office. Didn't have a printer. Yeah, you know how people people starting businesses out of their homes, out of their garages, out of their backyards. Use what you have. And when you start to do that, when you just start, and correct me if I'm wrong, God will come. He will start placing people, things, Amen. resources in your path, and you will be like, what is yeah. this? What happened? What I thought I didn't have, I had all along. I just needed to Ooh. start the process. Mm -hmm. I didn't need yeah. to have everything. I didn't need to have all the money. I didn't need to have all the education or any education. Mm -hmm. Amen. Get started. Get started. Get started. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We're lifelong students anyway. I mean, when people think, oh, I have to have, I don't have a degree. I don't have a, I don't, I don't have this or I don't have that. You are, you, you're more than qualified. Okay. And we know God calls the unqualified, okay? He will qualify you, okay? I, and I'm saying this because you all think, we think we have to have it all together and we don't. Amen. We don't have to have it all together. 
So can you uh, tell us exactly what it is that you do? So you 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 were uh, removed from from your job, thinking okay. scared, thinking, what am I going to do? You took this faith leap and started. So tell us about this business and what what your mission is in this business. What so what do you do? Okay, this is interesting because the week before God informed me, my employer of all employers, okay. I had a dream and in the dream, I heard his voice and he said, get a 501c3. Mm -hmm. I'm like a five of what in the world? So I went on the internet to look it up and then, okay, I found out what a 501c3, you know, it's a document that non-for-profit use that make them eligible to receive funding, long story short. So then I'm like, okay, so then I called around to ask lawyers and CPAs how much would it cost? And I was quoted prices from $2,500 to $4,500. And I'm like, excuse you, really, seriously, $2,500 to $4,500? I just got hysteric. I just bust out laughing on the phone, okay? So I hung up and I said, uh, uh, that's a no-go, God. I, I just know. And so then I just felt impressed by him to do it myself. So I called IIS. They, they led me to the website, download the booklet. There was an instruction booklet. And then um, I said a prayer. I was sitting at my kitchen table in my apartment. And I had my Bible on one side. I had the instruction guide on the other. I had the application in the middle. I had a bottle of anointing oil and I anointed myself. And then I, I began to read the instruction. And whenever I got stuck, I would just put some oil on my hand, say, open it up, open it up, Jesus, open it up. Okay. So then I would understand and then I would know what to uh, put on the application. And I was successful. I got the 501c3. So then um, he, he, he told me to work with people. So I, I began to work, do charitable, charitable work in education because I have an education background, mm -hmm. you know, doing workshops, seminars, blah, blah, blah. And then as time progressed, then pe uh, people thought having conversation around me saying that they needed a 501c3. And then God is like, okay, help my people. I told you to start a business, teach my people what you know, help my people. So that's how the business was born. I started doing the 501c3, didn't have a degree in it, like you were saying, didn't have the education, didn't have no course, didn't have no training, trained by the Holy Ghost, okay? And like you said, people think what they, they need. And then even if the type of business you want to do require credential, you could get others to partner with you that have those degrees that have those credentials and you still be the boss yeah oh that okay. is so, that is so good okay mm -hmm. so let's go back <laughs> just a second because i want to go back to where you were talking about how you you he told you to start a 501c3 right mm -hmm. and you went to the lawyers you did that you started doing research Ladies and gentlemen, you want to do your research. Mm -hmm. And you were like, oh my goodness, okay, that's so expensive. And but you did, you went a step further. You didn't just stop and say, oh no, that's too expensive. I'm just gonna shut down, I'm gonna just stop. 
He was telling you, okay, you need to keep going. There's always a solution to a problem. Praise God. There's always another path. If you can't get through one path, there's another path to where you're trying to go and achieving your goals. This reminds me of Sarah Blakely. Now, if you don't know who Sarah Blakely is, she is the founder of Spanx. And if you don't know her story, I highly recommend that you uh, check out her story. But I remember her saying that when she started Spanx, and it wasn't in a fancy place, she only had a little bit of money. She had a problem. It was her problem that she knew other women had, and that's where she started. But she went to get a patent. And we, if you ever try to get a patent, it is not cheap. So if you know, if she said $4,500 for a 501c3, just think about how much it costs to get lawyers and other uh, experts to draw you up uh, uh, models and get you a patent. So guess what she did? She went, she got a book, read the book and did her own patent. Successfully did her own patent. Okay. So it's possible whether you do it, you hire someone to do it, you learn how to do it. There, there, there is always a way to make it happen. There's Mm -hmm. always a way to make it happen. So I'm glad that you were able to, uh, you know, to achieve that and start that. And then he told you again, you knew how, what it was like for you in the process. So you learned it. This reminds me of how people call me the grant guru. I never set out to be a grant guru and help people with funding. They came out of a pandemic and I had a need and I wanted money for my business and free money. And then I was like, oh, I'm getting this free money. I wanted to help someone else. The Praise Lord God. to do. And then he, like yourself, he told me to go and help other people. So I just did what he told me to do. And the blessings just, they have been overflowing, okay? The least, okay? And just like what you said, you're able to get PPP and the different things you're able to, to be able to get. You got certified. God told me to do that. God told me to do the master class. God told me to put the cheat sheet together. So when he's in the equation, you can never go wrong. You will always see. When you put God, when you make God the CEO of your business and your life, he will lead you in the direction you need to go. I don't know what to do, right? I remember when when I was at my my lowest points, right, over the last few years, and I remember watching TD Jakes. He had this broadcast, this service, and he said, if you don't know what else to do, just keep moving forward. What you stay stick with what you're doing. And that never left me. I just continued what I was doing with this show. I'm so glad you did. With this show, Mm -hmm. helping people. And I'm glad that that's what you're doing. You help people and you ain't helping people. You were able to build your business and be able to grow Mm -hmm. your business. And you became, you you started to impact more lives. Mm -hmm. Right? The the Lord blessed me uh, for that first business to uh, service over 12,000 people. From my kitchen table, okay, from the apartment, 12,000, and providing them information, training, workshops, seminar, and actually doing their 501c3. Because I met people that said, God told me to do this, but I don't know how to get started, okay? I don't know the process. And so the Lord had already handpicked me and taught me how to do the process. And I'm not charging people no 4,500, no 2,500. You know, that's ridiculous. You know, I'm a person of faith. All I got to do is just think 
or desire or speak and I see instant manifestation. I see doors opening. So I'm, this is a ministry for me as well as a business. So, you know, I'm just so grateful. That's what the first business. And then in 2016, he gave me a second business. Now, I the various jobs I had as an educator and working for nonprofit, working in nonprofit, and I even worked for schools, uh, I would have to, part of my job description was writing grants. Mm -hmm. So the Lord took that and uh, transferred me into opening a second business where I do the grant writing. And um, I do the grant writing, the business coaching, and then he made an author. And it was supernatural how he did it because I was, right before 2016, I would write grant, but people really didn't have the money, you know. And then I was like, Lord, I don't want to be writing grants. And then people don't get funded. And so I, I walked away from it. And I said, I'm going to stick strictly with the 501c3. That's it. Doing the incorporation, doing the bylaws. That That's it. The 501c3. I'm going to tell God what to do. Right. So then in 20, <laughs> so in 2016, I got a tap on the shoulder. Okay, I'm like, I don't want to see no grant writing because I don't want these people mad with me. Well, I paid my money and I didn't get a grant. You know, now if I write a grant and I don't get it, you know, no problem. I ain't paid no money. I right. just move on and write the next for myself. But somebody else, I'm like, I'm not having these people mad with me. God. So in 2016, I got a tap on the shoulder. And what happened was I saw a flyer posted. And there was a grant available, and I'm like, oh, that is so nice. And I just walked right past it. Then I got an email about that same grant. I deleted it. I'm like, oh, I don't think so. Then I opened my mailbox, and it was in a newsletter, that same grant. And then I said, God, you're trying to tell me something. He, he was calling me back into it because that this was from 2016 up to now, it's time for grants, okay? So he was calling me back into it. So then I read the requirement. The grant was for existing business and startup. Now, they had the prerequisites. So the criteria, I'm like, it was yay long. Yay, yay, yay long. And I'm like, well, I don't have this, 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 this. So I'm eliminated. So I heard him say, call him. Ask them if you could use this for another business since you already have a business. So I called them and they say, oh, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> now that was from July and the grant was due in September. So I finally humbled myself like towards the end of August. So I don't have a lot of time. And then this grant required a business plan. And I have heard that it takes months to put a business plan together. If you take a class, it takes weeks to learn how to do a business plan. I was down to like a week now and filling out the grant and doing a business plan. So I repented. I said, Lord, I'm sorry. I was running from this calling. I repent. You have need of me to help people. And so uh, he, he helped me. And then I got down to the day before the grant was due. 
and I, at that time, I'm not confessing it now. At that time, I wasn't good with spreadsheet, Excel, uh, finances, and I got stuck. He told me to call somebody I met 12 years ago to help me with the finances. Okay, everything else was ready for the business plan. The grant was done, but I had that one little piece, and it was the day before it was due. And he spoke, called this person. And then I'm like, okay, but Lord, I met her 12 years ago, called this person. And I said, but Lord, I call her. She gonna want some money. I don't have no money to give her. Call this person. I'm like, on the third one, I felt like Peter, okay? <laughs> Peter in the Bible. I said, okay, Lord, okay, I'm gonna call. So I called her. She, I said, you remember me? Yeah, girl, yeah, I remember you. Then I told her my situation. And then I told her, I said, girl, I done got down to this part and I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. Send me what you did. And I sent her, and send me blah, blah, blah. I sent her that. And then I said, but um, uh, here's the thing. I, I, uh, uh, I don't have no money. I, I really don't have no money. She said, did I ask you for any money? And I said, no, ma'am. So I sent it. And she got it together. And I was able to submit it one time the next day. And then two weeks later, I got a notification that I got the grant for $10,000. It was a startup for the new business that ended up being the grant business and the business coaching. And then I was able to produce four books. One book, my grandmother told me to write when I was 19 years old. And she said, child, you need to write a book. You need to write a book. You've been through some stuff, okay? Anytime somebody left in a swing, for their mother to go have an affair with her husband, best friend in the dead of winter, you on a swing, okay? So, and so I, Chante, I had to come back and promote the book, okay? So anyway, so uh, the Lord showed me how to get them to publish that book, even though it didn't directly have anything to do with the book, mm -hmm. business. He gave me key words and it, it, it got approved and went through. So I was able to publish four books. So I tell you, um, that's amazing. You haven't, haven't been born. I have not been bored. Not, not with the Lord, not walking with him, not hearing him, talking to him. I have not been bored. And then, uh, like I wrote you and I, I, I was ecstatic, you know, I cried. You know, uh, one of my business associates, you know, she told me, girl, you're supposed to be writing grants. You're supposed to be writing grants. And I was like, nah. But anyway, I humbled myself. And then that last quarter in 2020, I wrote and told you, a major funder, I ain't going to say their name, but if I say W and their color is yellow and blue you will know who I'm talking about mm -hmm. on their website, the way they got it set up. Uh, they encourage people to apply for a grant singular. Okay. And I pray and see, I pray over my projects when uh, people connect with me, either it's consultation or to do the 501 C three or to do the grant. I pray, I ask God, you know, but back to this, 
before I get lost. So anyway, I was looking at it and you know, you felt to click your zip code and fill out a grant for the nearest store to you. And then uh, the Lord and my daughter, she works with me. The Lord's like, do all the zip codes. I'm like, okay, do all the zip codes. So I had seven organizations and six out of the seven got funded and they got like two to four grants because I did all the zip code mm -hmm. unheard of. And they got grants from 2000 all the way up to 5,000. That's the most that they give. And so they were getting like 750, 500, 2,500, 3,500, just to help them get started with their nonprofit. And I tell you, I was in tears. I was in tears. I said, Lord, this is what it's about. Helping people help people. That's my motto. Helping people help people. Helping people to do what God called them to do. You know, and so I was like, Lord, I thank you. And I called my business associate and I tell you, we went in. We went in. You talking about some hollering and screaming and speaking in tongues. And you thought we was at a, a revival. I mean, we went in, you know. That is that is so amazing, you know, what you've been able to accomplish and and the faith that you have uh, to really, because we all have that. We all have the inner voice, but a lot of times we, we ignore it. It's like you push back, like you said, and you even did it. You're like, oh, Lord, I don't want to do this. How many times have we done it, viewers? You all know, you know, you, you know, the Lord is leading you in one way. You're like, oh, no, I'm scared to do that. Or, you know, they may think of me this way if I do this or if I do that. And like she was scared. She was scared that. And that shows, first of all, when you're scared like that, that shows that you're operating in your gift and you're the real deal. You're the real thing. Because if you weren't, you wouldn't be that concerned about how your actions and decisions and the work you do on behalf of your clients are impacting them. Like, I know I would be the same way. Like, I don't, I wouldn't want somebody to lose a grant, but you don't have the control over that. All you have control over is submitting it. That's why I tell people submitting a win, winning grant application. You, what you don't have control over are the people on the other side and what they're going to do or the actions that your clients may or may not take. So you have to understand entrepreneurs and business owners, what is in your control to do? And he is Ooh. only going to ask you, God is only going to ask you to do what is in your control to do. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. So people, even in this pandemic, when they, you know, every time when I'm live, when I'm sharing information, educating, and they're asking all these questions, I say, you don't have any control over what these funders are doing, these grantors are doing, but what did you do? And if the, if the Lord is telling you to do it, do it. When you go, it's when we veer out on our own, because I'm a planner too, right? And we, we think we have all the control and then we have to learn. Like, I think if anything COVID has told us is that we, we have less control than we, than we think. And we really need to go back to the basis and rethink how we're doing things and really get in alignment with what we are really called to do uh, in this season. So, but you have the control and what he tell you to do. And when you start moving in alignment, you will be so amazed and how your life will change, your business will be transformed. 
And you'd be like, oh my, this was not even me. And when people ask me, this is not me. <laughs> I mean, it is, I'm a vessel being used. God is using me. It's him that, that powers me. People ask me all the time, how do you do this? How do you do that? It's him. And all I do is follow what he asked me to do. Uh, and I know at the end of the day, I will be blessed. And it's not asking, like you said, this is a mission. So I'm all about us as business owners making money because you can't, if you don't make, that's the life of your business, right? But you do it how God tells you to do it. Like she said, she carved out a path for herself where she wasn't charging the four, the $4,500. She knew that the people she was called to couldn't afford. So Amen. she she then priced to a point where she could make a living because we all Amen. have to make a living and it, she she could serve her clients and they could still achieve their goals and becoming a not a legitimate nonprofit. OK. Amen. Okay? So a legitimate nonprofit and have all the tools that they need it, to incorporate and to be able to function, uh, to have their boards operating efficiently. And then, like she said, she started that other business, right? So we, we're not only starting one business. You want to make sure you go through, through, right? Make sure that is successful. That's up and running. And then God may lead you to another venture. He may have you partner. We talk about collaboration all the time. And so let's talk about that because you mentioned that as well. You know, we are not geniuses at everything. Know what you're good at. Know what your genius is and know what you're weak at. Stop avoiding your weaknesses. You want to fill in the gaps of what you need. That's what I'm doing. That calls for building relationships and collaboration. Why would you want to do all the work by yourself? If somebody else has the skills that you need, and I talked about all the grants, all the grants I talked about, the ones, the SBA just rolled out a whole slew of them. Uh, you know, we applied for one with Google that we're waiting on. I collaborated with a similar scenario happened to me. I was down to the wire. I'm talking about two days before the Google grant was due. And one of the ladies in my network, we just happened to have a call, a regular chat, touch base chat that we have, networking chat, virtual chat that I have. And I told her what, what was happening. And she said, let me take a look at it. She was like, I'll help you with that. Whoa. I'll help you with that. Now, these grants are in the millions of dollars. And I was just like, I did not want to lose out on the opportunity to get the application in. But everybody know I'm so busy. I have so many things going on. She was like, let me take a look at it. I'll help you with it. Uh, and we brought her into the equation to collaborate because we're going to need to collaborate anyway. We're going to need to build a team to be able to meet the need. Right? Uh, so I'm a heavy, I'm a believer and I, I actively pursue collaboration. So can you talk a little bit about, you know, because we're talking about putting faith into action. These are actionable steps, right? It's not mm -hmm. enough to have faith if you don't put your faith into action. And right. so how important do you think collaboration is uh, for entrepreneurs and business owners, whether you have a nonprofit, whether you are entrepreneur, social entrepreneur, whether you're a business owner, how important is uh, collaboration? Uh, and in what ways have you been collaborative in your business? Okay. Faith without works is dead. You know, you got to put work with the faith. You got to move. You got to have that action. Collaboration is very important because a lot of funders are asking for, I mean, it's, it'd be right there in the print. Who are, who, who do you have partnership with? Who do, who you are affiliated with? Who you are associated with? All those terms is referring to working together. You know, the days of the Lone Ranger is over with. 
they funded uh looking to see uh are you good at uh pooling are you good at sharing resources you know uh they want team effort so collaboration is very important i collaborate with people i have some people that uh collaborate with me with technical service i am not a computer whiz i promise you shante i was at my computer at 11 30. yes i was and everything was happening it wasn't acting right and then i had to pull in a technical person who know more than me mm -hmm. it's okay to get with people that know what you don't know yes. or know more than you okay and what's also important and then i have a business associate that's a paralegal and uh i bounce ideas off of her and we work on projects together and then there are others like um i just trained a grant writer okay uh who was a client of mine who i did some grant writing she said i want to do what you do so i we're in collaboration i don't train her i'm giving her her certificate she is now a bona fide official grant writer. She's going to open up her business. And then we're looking at writing grants together so that she'll be in it. And plus, she got a nonprofit. Okay. So I'm, you know, I'm available for collaboration. And I'd like to even collaborate with you, Shantae. Oh, you yeah. know, but even in the collaboration, you got to make sure that you got to do some discernment. Mm -hmm. You got to have discernment. Yeah. You want people with like mindedness. You want people that won't cheat you. That's yeah. why uh, when you collaborate, you need to have a memorandum of understanding or uh, a linkage agreement. Because it's amazing when money comes in, people mm -hmm. forget. Yes, you they know, do. So you got to be careful with your collaborative effort. And then one thing I want to throw in that you need as you go on this journey, realize you don't know everything. It's good to plug in to mentors. That's why I was so excited. My business associate, paralegal, she come on here. She told me about you. And then I'm like, man, I need some mentorship. I'm, I, know, I know I'm not on the phone with you, but I send you emails. And I was shocked that you respond. Because some of these folks out here, you send emails, they ignore you. They don't say receive. They don't say nothing. But if you email Shantae, she's going to email you back. I almost fell out the chair when you email me back. <laughs> you know. So in, in the process, know that you need to find you a mentor. Yeah. It's okay if you don't meet with them all the time. But find you some mentors. Find people that is doing what you want to do and you're doing a lot of things that i have wanted to do so you know collaboration is important and mentorship is important yes that is so good i hope you are i see you are we, we get on a lot of comments so i don't know if you see them but no i can't is, see them this is really good gems that you're dropping here today for the people i don't care what type of business that you have collaboration is so key um, but like she said, you want to do your due diligence. You want to use agreements and contracts. I do it uh, all the time. It's very important because like, like she said, you want to make sure that you're in alignment, that you have people that are championing you, that 
um, are are fair. Like when I collaborate, I want every I want to create a win win scenario. Everybody wins. I win, you win, and the people that we are helping wins, and everybody wins. You know, and you all hear me. You talking about contracts? I've been talking about this for the last few years now on how important it is, especially for women and minorities, to start linking up together and going after these multi-billion dollar contracts from the federal government, multi-billion dollar con uh, grants from the federal government, state government, county governments, uh, city governments, they're all over the place, but we struggle because we're all trying to do it by ourselves. We're all trying to do it by ourselves and we're not willing to spread the wealth and the you're spreading the wealth and the risk because now you don't have to do all the work. You get to operate in your zone of genius. You're building your capacity. And like she said, when, you know, like she said, she went after that grant for the startup. Any type of business, all type of businesses can apply for grants, okay? But you have to have your business in order. You have to learn some of these basics. Make sure that you have your business organized, the people you're partnering with. Make sure that they have theirs, that they know what their reputation is go build from people that are in your network that you know first and then build grow, build out from there you expand your network but that is so important so thank you so much <laughs> thank you so much for sharing that with us i know we're getting close to the end of this show this has been a really good uh, opportunity uh, to share with you um and with my audience, uh, before we exit, I want to ask you just to, I know you've given a lot of tips here. What would be one or two tips that you would offer to our audience uh, for what they need to do if they really want to make a significant impact uh, in the world with their business? Make significant impact in the world with their business. Uh, be a giver. Be a giver, because in some cases you might have to do something pro bono, but don't look at it as a loss. It's going to come back and uh, another through another person or uh, another avenue or revenue. Don't be afraid to give back. Be a giver. Uh, keep God first. Be a giver. Do your research and be willing to collaborate. Know you can't do everything by yourself and look for mentorships and partnerships. Yes. And what, over the next two years, when you think about the next 10 years of your life, what impact would you like to make? Uh, I want to be international. I'm working on that. Uh, I want to relocate overseas. I want a residency overseas. And then I want a residency in the United States, uh, travel, uh, I'm a teacher by trade. I love talking. I love helping people. So, uh, yeah, that, that's it. I see travel and uh, doing a lot of teaching and training. And that's, that's what I would like to do. That's what I see for myself next 10 years. Yes, folks. I want to, we're, we're international here too. I, I have some of the same goals. Yes, you can be international. You can go, you can have a laptop lifestyle. You can work today. You can work just about anywhere and, mm -hmm. and serve people all over the world. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's definitely possible for all of you all that want to do that. So thank you so much for being thank you. on the show. Just real, uh, before we go, uh, just remind the people where can they connect with you and what things do you have coming up? Okay, they can connect with me at, um, okay, you see my name, 
okay, in small letters. Uh, Eurydice Moore at yahoo.com. Uh, they can call me at 773-544-5341, 773-544-5341. They can, uh, some things that I have coming up, um, I'm training people to be grant writers. Uh, I do monthly workshops. Um, okay, I have like a grant management course because after you get the grant, you want to be able to keep the grant mm -hmm. because if you misappropriate funds, you would either have to get that money back or get blackballed, banned from writing future grant or go to jail. So uh, I do that monthly and I do micro grant because I encourage people to learn how to write grant themselves. Mm -hmm. Because I'll be in Europe, I'll be in Italy, I'll be in Israel. See, I travel. That's what I do. I travel for years. Yeah. And I'm looking to live over there. Okay. So you need to get this skill so you can do it for your organization. Uh, I have a grant writing workshop coming up in July through um through a corporate so i'm excited about that that'll be my first corporate account uh to do grant writing for some alumni of a program i graduated from so i'm excited about that so i'm i'm just busy trying yes. to help somebody yes you're helping a lot about it a lot of somebody's so we'll make sure that uh, we want you to make sure that we leave uh, your information. You can also um, go to her website, which is her name, right? It's your yeah, name. It's uh, my name. More more dot com. Mm -hmm. And we'll leave that information in the comments because I know there's some people interested. And I always say too, people ask me, do I write? Will I write their grants? Will I fill out their application? I say, no, I don't have the capacity to do it. I'd rather give you the tools so you learn how to do it yourself. You can do more. You can just run with it and just go do it. Uh, so we will definitely leave her information and classes and workshops all in the comments so you all can take advantage of that. Thank you so, so much, everyone, for tuning in, so for supporting the show. Uh, we definitely would like to have you on the show if you're making an impact in the world. Visit our website at www.shebosstalk.com. Do connect with us on social media. So if you're viewing, if you're with us on YouTube, subscribe to our YouTube page. Uh, follow us on Facebook and also download uh, our podcast anywhere uh, that you see a podcast platform like Apple, uh, uh, Apple, Google, Spotify. Uh, we're there. So thank you so much for tuning in. As always, continue to be the boss with Amplified Impact and continue to stay safe and in good health. Have a wonderful day. Goodbye.